you're listening to Chew On That, and here's what we're chewing on today. But my fave five, it's just mine. It doesn't have to be yours because your bottom three or your lower three will all be different, whether you're married or you're young, you're older. And so my fave five is God, then myself, then Sean, then my kids, then my friends and family. Hey, hi, welcome to Chew On That. My name is Nancy, and you're joining us for a podcast where we dig deeper into the most recent sermon from the current sermon series happening at Life Church in Green Bay. This week, we're talking about a sermon from our Fast and Slow series, a message that Pastor Sonny shared just this past weekend. My name is Nancy, and joining me today is a very special guest, my husband. Brian. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, nice to see you. <laughs> yeah, good to see you. I know I think a lot about you, but if you can share if you can share with everyone else a little bit about who you are, that'd be awesome. Uh, fantastic. Um, well, uh, I'm married to you, which is fantastic. Uh, we have three yes, kids. Yes, I, I have to say that. Uh, we have three kids. Um, I work here locally at the Exchange uh, Coffee Shop, uh, so I am... Uh, Register customer service barista man. Um, so I, I like being out in public, seeing people, and uh, we've been uh, together on this Jesus journey for a long time. Uh, and and previous to that, uh, started going to church uh, in high school. So yeah. it's it's been a while. That's awesome. We met in youth group. We did. Just the yes. yeah tale as old as time. <laughs> Just a couple of youth group kids. Oh, yes. Um, so the message that we listened to a couple days ago um, from Pastor Sunny was about her, her fave five, which is what she referred to as like, you remember T-Mobile and they were like, you have to pick your top five people oh, right. <laughs> that like you want to be able to text for free. And now we just have to pay for everything. In, in your circle. Yeah. Who do you want in your circle? Um, but the way that she explained it was really like uh, about your priorities in your life and what is at the top and then kind of where do you go from there? And so like going into this, because Brian and I have, (laughs) because you and I have these conversations all the time, a lot of the way that we reference it in, in conversation is saying priorities or, um, you know, getting things in order or feeling like things are off balance um, and so I think, you know, going into this podcast and like listening to some of these clips, just know that, uh, we may refer to it as fave five or as priorities or as, um, you know, your top five. And one of the things that Sunny did, uh, on the platform was that she had these buckets, uh, which was really cool because it kind of gives you this visual of how it all works. So we'll talk about that in a little bit, but let's start out with this first clip and then we'll kind of get into more of the meat of everything. God has to be number one, not ministry, not the church people, not your spouse is not number one. God has to be number one. I'm going to explain that tonight. The second thing is yourself. You have to be next most important. If you aren't good, then no one's good. Ooh. (laughs) If you aren't good, then no one's good. Okay. So let's talk about the order of your top five. Sure. What are they? Uh, Top five priorities. Top five. God. Number one. Number one. God. Number two, 
Um, see, already this this is where you and I have lots of discussions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like right right off the right off the top here. But uh, I mean, what it should be: God, myself, you, the kids, and then work or whatever ev- your favorite thing is. Else. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I mean, right off the top, I I I struggle with even number two. Right. Yeah. No, number one, I get, I understand. Uh, it's important. And if you continue to test that as number one, you'll, you'll quickly learn why it's number one. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's really the, it's funny because visually I think of it starting from the top and going down, but really number one is the foundation. Like if you don't start <laughs> with that, like the rest of everything will crumble. Um, but I think that you know, one of the things that she said was God has to be number one, because if you, and then yourself, mm-hmm. because if you aren't good, then, then no one is good. Um, and as a Jesus person, if we don't have God as number one, then who's next? We are. And that's not right. Right. Yeah. I mean, there, <laughs> yeah. there definitely has to be this, this order of, of things. And, and if you are a Jesus person or, or even newly found uh, to church, Putting God first really does make sense in the short term and in the long term. And if you get that part right, then then you can start working on on the ones underneath it, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So I think that, um, you know, when you picture a bucket at the top, like if you weren't into peer, you know, or if you saw online too, um, it's kind of about filling up that bucket and if you fill that bucket up, then it overflows into the next bucket and, and so on. So right. um, it's a ripple effect. So if you fill up that God bucket first, uh, then you can kind of work your way down. But you were going to start explaining <laughs> where some of our conversations come from. And it's, it's a lesson that I needed to learn, which is why we talk about it so much, because it's something like it's a work in progress. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, it's just like everything, it's a work in progress. But I, I have, I mean, we, we have talked about priorities in our house for a few years yeah. now. You know, this isn't, we didn't learn this just the other day. We, we've been talking about this for a long time. Um, you know, God, number one, got it. Number two, I personally have found it hard to put myself second. I don't, I mean, I, if I'm being honest, I still don't really know what that looks like. Yeah. And just to clarify, when you say put yourself second, it, you're not trying to say that you put yourself above God. You're trying to say that you put the other priorities above you. Right. I mean, yeah. my, my, my goal day to day is to, I mean, let's be honest, <laughs> take, take care of you, set you up for success, take care of the kids, set them up for success, try to keep the house clean and, right, and in still order. standing and not burning down. Uh, you know, so then I fall into place somewhere in the mix of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so for for me, it, it, it's hard to figure out how am I number two. But with with that being said, it's one of those. I mean, we we I I know I'm talking in circles here, but we okay. we had the discussion the other day, which is. I feel most at peace and feel best about myself when I know that I can cook a warm meal mm-hmm. and feed my family. Yeah. I 
So I, I, I don't know. It's tricky. I mean, it, it it's is. something you have to work on. <clears throat> it really is. And I think that, uh, that, like I said, it's a lesson that I learned where it's like, if you're not, and it goes back to kind of what she said, if you're not good, then nobody else is. And right. it really ties into this whole waterfall thing. Cause if you go from God to the kids or God to your wife, then you're just, you're literally getting like droplets of leftovers right. that might be enough, but you're really, I mean, it goes back to like that saying of you can't pour from an empty bucket. Right. I mean, right. because you can't. Right. So it just doesn't like logically, it just doesn't work that way. So um, let's listen to the next one. Cause I think there's lots more to discuss. Oh yes. She didn't ask, she said, Lord, do you not care that my sister was has left me to do all the work by myself? Actually, she put the blame on God. When you're not right with God, when your bucket is empty, pretty soon you start blaming God for everything. We become like Martha. Then she goes on to say, tell her then to help me. Next step, we blame. Next step, we get bossy. Because when we're empty, it's easy to get bossy because I am in a mood, right? So Martha blamed. I do it. I blame God when things aren't going right. Martha got bossy. Difference is she did it to Jesus, to his face. Yikes. I think we've kind of all been there where we want to blame someone else for something that might actually be our responsibility. Right. Because, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, if if your bucket is empty, essentially you're kind of at wit's end. You're you're grasping for straws. You have you 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 don't know what's next. So if you're not filling your bucket, you have you have nothing to really like hold on to. And and the the I what I thought the the cool part on on Sunday was when it was the yourself bucket, she had three buckets on the side. And the, the three buckets on the side, um, I think were the mind, body, soul, soul, mm -hmm. spirit, you know what. Um, and and looking at those visuals, I'm, I'm a, a visual kind of person, like hands-on. Um, seeing those, you know, it's, it's one of those, okay, maybe I, I do fill up the, the mind side of things. Or maybe I fill up the the soul side of things, but uh, me personally, I don't really fill up the the body side of things. So, like looking at who to blame, if my, if my bucket is only getting half full or, or half empty, mm -hmm. if you will, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, the, those are some things that that you can focus on and, and try to figure out how how to fill up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it would be easy to just blame somebody else for that. Uh, and I like that she said, um, tell her to help me. Like at, at some point you're at wit's end and you're like, am I, am I doing this alone? <laughs> like right. am I, am I is the someone, only one? yeah. Is there any, like, is anyone going to help me? And then at some point you kind of have to be like, Oh, okay. Actually to get my mind right and my body right and my soul right what do I need to be doing to get that stuff in order so that right. I'm better right. for myself because we already talked about God being first. I need to be better for myself because the next priority, like the next top five after that is others. And who does that look like in your life? Like 
I mean, obviously we have a few kids, so right. I feel like they're next. Right. Yeah. Oh no, I'm well, next. No, you're you're next. So oh no, like me, in, me, in, me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you win the golden Yay. ticket. So right. So if if you fill up the God bucket, it trickles down into the you know you bucket. Mm-hmm. If you get that right, the or, mind, or, body, soul parts, right. all the parts of that bucket, or at least in moments you get it right, so that it splashes down. Right. Right. True. Maybe maybe it doesn't just come gushing down. Maybe it's <laughs> slow <A little> bit. <laughs> trickles. Then in our house, you're next. Mm-hmm. Amen. In, yeah. <laughs> in 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 other people's lives, I mean, maybe maybe it's you know. Uh, a different spouse, the or, kids, or, or a girlfriend. Or a yeah, yeah, right. But in our house, you're next in line. Yeah, and just to speak to that, like obviously, I'm being funny by saying like, "Ha ha, I'm next." But Brian's like a pro at that. Like I'm always at the top of the list, which is awesome. Uh, however, I will say to the point we talked about earlier. I'm usually above you, which that's where we usually kind of get into these conversations of like, right. hang on, I don't, I don't matter more than you matter. I matter right. more, and that's not matter, but I hope you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I, I matter more than the kids, or I'm, I'm more important, or I need more attention because the kids need to know that you care for me, right. you know, and that I'm like next in line and that that's how the priorities work. We actually talk a lot about this at the house, like even with the kids, (laughs) Um, just because it is such a big, it's like such a big impact. Oh, this doesn't sound right. Impact maker. Is that a thing? Sure. Okay, cool. Is that the same as influence? (laughs) Impact maker? Sure. Okay, thanks. Yeah, it has an Um, influence on our kids. Yeah. Does that work? Sure. (laughs) So we're we're, collectively, (laughs) you and I are 100% smart. And we're, Oh, together. Yeah, together. Okay, thank we, you. We not equal 100. Not even a little bit over 100%. Yeah, no. Um, but I was just going to say that we talk so much about this with the kids that when when we refer to making decisions, mm-hmm. um, we oftentimes will will say, um, well, this this is more important this week. Right. And this can be important next week. Or mom and dad are going on a date. Because it's been a week. And so you, or two, or a month, I don't know. Brian, a week. A week. <laughs> he just, he just kind of rolled his eyes and, and laughed uh, when I said a week. But Well, see, okay, I'm going to interrupt really quick because um, about priorities, we, we do, like, I mean, if you and I are just talking with the microphones off. Yes. We do need to prioritize, like, us time. Mm-hmm. And uh, before you know it, it turns into a month or two and we're like, oh, when's the last time you and I just went out and had dinner? And it's been a while. Right. So having these conversations collectively as a family, not making it like some hidden thing and then telling mm-hmm. the kids, this is what's happening. Yeah. Uh, having a collective conversation of, hey, do you, uh, do you know when the last time mom and dad went out alone or had, you know, 30 right. minutes without you guys talking? It's yeah. one of those we're continually having this kind of conversation at home. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about that as we wrap things up after this next clip. Oh. 
was what robs and stirs your affection for Jesus. Because what stirs your affection for Jesus is the thing you need to add to your God bucket all the time. God is willing to just come and fill your bucket up like, like more than a fire hose, like a waterfall, fill it up. But He's a gentleman and He also, He's waiting for us to ask. And so we have to determine what things stir our affection for Jesus, what things rob our affection. Hmm. Do you have an answer for this? Do you know what robs your affection for Jesus and what stirs your affection for Jesus? Yeah, but I was going to ask you first. Oh, <laughs> I know I'm not the okay. host That's okay. of, of this wonderful you podcast. Can put me in the hot seat. What 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 stirs your affection? I think I know, but go, I yeah. I think you know <laughs> um <laughs> traveling. Mhm. Is that what you thought I was going to say? No. But <laughs> oh no! Did you think I was gonna say pedicures and coffee dates? Oh, oh boy! Uh, no. <laughs> okay, now I need to know what you were gonna say. Uh, being with people. Oh yeah, that was well. I think that's the pedicures and coffee dates and traveling. <laughs> like, sure. like the reason that all of those fill me up is because I get to interact with people. And so, like, if you look at my phone, and you look at like how much time I spend on my phone, it might look like a lot. But I justify it because my Marco Polo is is all of all of the people that I love to be able to speak into and connect with and and share conversations with, which is why like the pedicures and the coffee dates and all of the things are important to me. So that really is, you know, when I look at my list of priorities, it is God, myself, Brian, the three kids, and then you know, the others bucket is really not like other hobbies or anything. It's other people because I'm a people person. I just like people. Agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, there was a season that I didn't, that I went through blaming God. I mean, to go back to that, like there was a season that I was like, oh, nobody's great. And I don't want to talk to anybody. (laughs) So I think that's part of why, I do love it and value it so much more now is because I I lost it for a while when I was grieving and lamenting and wasn't in a position that I could pour anything out. And so I think because I don't, you know, there's no there there. So if you're trying to get there, when you get there, there's no there. (laughs) So, um, you know, there's never going to be a perfect time. I'm not trying to say that that I have my life figured out by any means, but I think that when you have this really good understanding of what Pastor Sonny is explaining in this message about your top five and your fave five, when you know that that's like a, a guiding, like part of like a principle of your life, it really helps to make those decisions and to recognize and understand like what's important in your life. And so I think because I feel like I am able to balance some of those things, uh, it kind of works into being able to share with people. Okay, back to you. This isn't about me. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, share what robs and stirs your affection for Jesus. I think, yeah, go ahead. Um, what, what robs my affection? Um, I, I tend to use the term that that we're we're busy or that mm-hmm. I'm busy. Um and I feel like that's an excuse. Um a, a lot of the time. 
Uh, in fact, I, I had this conversation with, with a, a customer the other day. I asked how his day was going. He goes, oh, it, it's busy. And then he caught himself. He goes, but who isn't busy? Right. Isn't everybody busy? Mm-hmm. With, with that being said, I feel like that's that what kind of steals some of my joy is, is that I lean on, oh, this week's going to be busy. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, we have this. Wednesday is super full. We have all these activities. Right. Thursday, you know, all, I use busy as as what steals my affection or, or joy. Yeah. Um, but so then the opposite of that, I think for you, is an easy understanding of what what stirs your affection for Jesus then. Like if the busyness is what f- brings you chaos and right. not having, peace. Having, uh, I mean, I hate to say this, but uh, having alone time. Or having a few moments of peace. Yeah. So we do have enough time to hear a little bit uh, about what that looks like in your life. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. We, um, I enjoy uh, buying and selling shoes and flipping uh, clothing and, and stuff like that. All of that to say, I enjoy putting my headphones in. I mean, even let's tie this into going grocery shopping, Mm -hmm. something a bit more general. Throw your headphones in, kind of check out, be alone with either your own thoughts or put on a podcast or or some, you know, worship or or something, you know, put on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe Um, you are listening to this podcast while grocery shopping. While eating something, so I'm chewing on that while chewing. Oh, on ooh, that. nice. Um, <laughs> I that that's what stirs my affection, quite honestly. Yeah, I, just I being can, al- being alone, be, being alone, having some peace, doing what I enjoy and love, and and just uh, what makes me smile and and be happy. Um, it's it's not the fact that I can buy a pair of shoes for thirty dollars and sell them for fifty. Mm-hmm. That that that's kind of irrelevant. Mm-hmm. The 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 chase or or the fun of it is just me having my own time doing something that doesn't need to be judged or, mm-hmm. or told on. It's it's I'm enjoying this moment to myself. Yeah, and I I, mean, I, do, I do tie it back to like having, um, like. God time or alone time. I, mm-hmm. I, I I do use that time other than, you know, just shopping for, <laughs> shopping shoes. for I, shoes. I do think about a lot of things or, or, or sometimes pray about things while I'm out just kind of yeah. hanging out. Yeah, and I think the other thing to recognize with something like that is if you know, like this is a great conversation for us. I mean, we've kind of established some of this anyway, but um, to, to know what robs and steals other people's, Affection for Jesus, like if if you have a friend who says uh, that the floor at Woodman's um, robs their affection for Jesus, then don't send them a video of the floor at Woodman's. I'm sorry. (laughs) Because I've done that. Oh my gosh. But really, like if you know what other people need to be closer to Jesus and to feel at their best, to then be able to give more, to then feel closer to God then you can help to facilitate that and to encourage that. So I think one of the things like that Brian and I do, and this is not a marriage podcast, but um, 
is just the awareness that I know that Brian is going to be better when he gets home if he can take 20 minutes to just swing through, clear his mind, have some time, and then be able to come home, you know, and, and just to recognize that and know that helps to have like just a more enjoyable household. All right. We just have one more clip. Let's check it out. Oh, wait, were you going to say something? I don't think so. Oh, it looked like you were going to say something. Uh, that's my thinking face. Oh, okay. All right. Last clip. What I ate didn't just affect how I felt about myself, it affected how I felt in myself. And so I've had to get healthier mind, body, and soul. The reason I didn't tell you anything about the others is because oftentimes we just need to see bucket one and see bucket two when we're struggling with bucket three. So it all ties back to what's number one on your list of top five. Because if you start there, it all lines up. So I have this little analogy. Hopefully you uh, listeners can uh, catch on to what I'm trying to say. And hopefully you too, Brian. Okay. <laughs> when you're at the airport and you're looking at this board of arrivals and departures, and there's like the information at the very top that says arrivals, departures, gate, time, on time, whatever. That's God. It doesn't change. Oh, sure. And then you look down and all, I'm just picturing like the family feud kind of board or like the airport board where it's like, they're constantly adjusting the, aside from God, your, your top five on a daily basis are going to always be moving like one week. And this is what, um, Sunny has shared in different, I'm not sure that she touched on it much in this message, um, but she has shared it in her Jesus Plus Life book. And she has another book coming out very soon that we can't wait to um, announce and talk about. But uh, she talks about the idea that, um, you know, everyone is always talking about wanting to find balance, like work-life balance. Well, there's not really such thing as that. And when you try to achieve that, you'll probably be disappointed. But when you look at it this way of like your top five, and you recognize that they're always going to be shifting and it's constantly moving. Like self might be above your wife for a day and then your kids might be above yourself for a day. And some weeks maybe work needs to top that list because it's crazy and I'm sorry, this is just how it is this week. Like to have that understanding um, and just recognize that it's never going to be perfect. I think it's something we've talked a lot about. But if you can be on the same page and have these uh, little chats or, or communicate with that other person, whether mm -hmm. it's your spouse or your kids or mm -hmm. or, or even your work, right? Even or, your work, your like work. Right. like maybe at some point you you need to communicate that hey, you only want to work from noon no. until two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> Sorry, no, that no, that's not what I was thinking. Oh, got it. Okay. But maybe to say. Oh, I just, I have to, I have to take this day off or it's really important that I go to this thing for my kids. Right. And it just like, because of the way things have kind of played out this week, like that, that's, that's, what's going to be one of my top things today. Yeah. And, and I do feel like, uh, at least for you and I, we have over the, let's just say last year, we have come to an understanding of, Hey, this, this is what this week looks like. Mm-hmm 
going to be busy. Things are going to be a little out of whack. Next week it settles down. We get back to normal. Mm -hmm. Since we've had this conversation, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm fine with that. We can make it work. We have things set up in our house that that it can work that way. Mm -hmm. So having your priorities, except for number one, having your priorities a little out of whack sometimes, not that big of a deal. But as long as you communicate and then get them back on track, mm -hmm. yeah, I think, and that's, I think is normal. And that's like a super good practical that you can actually do like every week, write down like what they look like that week and what mm -hmm. maybe what they looked like the week before. And if you're noticing a pattern, then maybe there's something that needs to get adjusted. I think one of the other things that I wanted to share is that what we've learned, and maybe this is, um, this is what Sunny said in her, in this last clip, uh, when, when you're struggling, like with the other priorities, you need to look up and that's so, uh, relevant in a couple different ways because obviously we need to look to God first, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Like that's, that's where you need to start. But I think it's also important to remember, like if you're, if you're having a hard time with your kids, mm -hmm. what's above that? Does that need to get addressed? What's above that? Mm -hmm. Does that need to get addressed? And then this is the best part. If something's not going right, start with, start with God. Right. And then guess what? That bucket's going to get full. And then everything is going to work itself out after that. And sometimes that looks like spending more time or um, even surrendering <laughs> and maybe not, maybe not looking at all of the details and trying to figure out everything, you know, but just kind of letting go and saying, okay, God, I, I need this to work out. <laughs> we, we want this to work out with, with your will, you know, the other thing that I have in my notes yeah. is that, um, Sonny shared John six thirty five, and it's, uh, I am the bread of life. The person who aligns with me hungers and thirsts no more. So if you start there, then, then the rest, uh, works it's, itself it's out. It's going to work out. Mm -hmm. It might look different. It might feel different. It might be different. Right. Somehow it still works out. I was talking to somebody the other day, <clears throat> kind of along those same lines of, it's hard right now for you, but if you look three months ago, mm -hmm. six months ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, yeah. you probably had similar struggles or similar things and you made it through and you're now, you know, yeah. 20, 20 years more, more advanced and, and wise in these situations. Right. Look where you are now. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Did we do it? We did, did it. Work? It worked. I don't think we need to start over or anything. Oh, this wasn't a practice run? No. Oh. I mean, no. I think we're good. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Chew on That. If you enjoyed this episode and think someone you know might benefit from the topics that we talked about, please share the link on your social media platforms. We'd also love it if you would rate and review the podcast so that more and more people can be exposed to the life-giving message of Jesus. My name is Nancy, and we can't wait to see you again next week.